0: listening
1: what's happening boys and girls of the internet world my name is christopher marinin and you are listening to the no one is listening podcast and sitting right across from me are two beautiful boys
2: oh that, that's oh thank you casey Kasem. oh hey. yeah, we're, we're over 18 though so watch
1: out <laughs> still boys in my heart Ooh. what did casey Kasem do what Shaggy. was it? What was it called? Though? What was it? Like
3: the singer? No, Shaggy <laughs> from Scooby Doo. <laughs>
1: what the hell was the name of that show, dude? He did the, like, the music show. Yeah, the, the you, countdown, you, you, right? Was yeah. it just the countdown with Casey Kasem? Yeah, it was right? always
2: on, and you wanted to listen to real music, but you had to listen to this bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> and like, this dude had any idea what music was <laughs> <Like, laughs> right, during his later like, years? Some we old like, guy. Hey, who should we get? Shaggy from Scooby-Doo. <laughs> <laughs> this is a new one from 2 Chains. <laughs> that would be awesome. Would it be... No, 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 no. Yeah, like, so, <laughs> we got a new one from Two Live Crew. Oh, ooh. hey, we want some pussy.
3: <laughs> that sounds great. Do you think Casey ever twerked?
1: Ah. Uh, uh, with the artificial hip?
2: Uh, maybe it pre pre hip. One, one or two. Pre yeah, he hip. Probably couldn't keep his shit in.
1: Oh, <laughs> oh damn, geez. dude, this is getting hard already off the rip, dude. <laughs> I think it's
2: uh, par for the course for this uh, episode. Yeah,
1: yeah. absolutely. They're, so uh, they're getting spicy. So you guys are not Casey Kasem? No, no I am not. No. Is it Kasem or Kasem? Uh, I don't kasem kasem kasem. 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 Yeah. kasem. kasem. Um,
3: so who are you? Hi, I'm Dave. What's what up, Dave?
2: Hey, guys. How are you doing today? Good. Uh, hi, and uh, for this episode, I will be Dysentery Derek. Dysentery oh, Derek.
1: Oh, okay. Dang, we should have came up with some names, mm-hmm. man.
2: Uh, I pulled out the surprise. I yeah. I'll, I'll just
1: be Casey Kasem today, Dave. Let's <laughs> All <cool>. right, Casey. <laughs> That guy, I mean, he just was an asshole, right? I, mean, I
2: think he was just, like, filled with sawdust man. and embalming fluid. Yeah, good call. In case you didn't know, this is the uh, podcast of hot Casey Kasem tapes. <laughs> <laughs>
1: I've been waiting all year for this one.
3: It was just pet it, up rage. It was not deemed by sack-worthy uh, no. uh, topics.
1: No, dude. Uh, all right, cool. i got to take a good deep breath, cause uh I got way too deep into Casey Kasem today. Ooh, that sounds like a personal story. <laughs> oh, boy. I was like, not how expecting this <laughs> one, sort of, dude. Pixar didn't happen. Oh. All right, well, hey. <laughs> we work on that.
2: Yeah, you're already flustered, man. I you're, am. You're I'm shook. so flustered.
1: So yeah. We and just all. started, dude. Just turn yeah. the car on. You just gave I'm up like shook, two dude. home
3: runs in the ninth. You're <laughs> shook, man.
1: Oh no, dude. Calling the righty. All right. Yeah. Shit. All right. Well, hey, uh, <laughs> this is the no one is listening podcast, and if you don't know the premise by now, or if this is the first one you're tuning into, uh, basically. The three of us, we get together. One of us has a topic that we have chosen at random.
3: At random. From the illustrious
2: Magic, magic sack. sack.
1: And that Magic Sack has all of our lovely topics inside of it. And for this episode, um, one of our experts, well, Me. we're all experts, yeah. Well, Dave's mm-hmm. the expert today. Because um, his topic was picked. And his topic was... War. War. <laughs> Oh, I just had a gurgly burp. I'm sorry. Oh, gurgly oh. burp.
3: Oh, it's too much of that Bud Light. Yeah. <laughs> now sponsored by.
1: So Guar. I mean, Gwar, that was yeah. that was an unexpected topic. Was it? I think so. Um, like knowing me. Yeah, I eh. think so. I don't know. I mean, I you know when we put all these topics in originally when we first started this, Guar would have never crossed my mind. Yeah. I mean, yeah.
2: maybe, maybe in season eight where we're all doing podcasts on each other and how much we hate each other <laughs> yeah. around then. Casey Affleck podcast. Yeah, like just going doing, real hard. We're doing the Eagles podcast. And Oh, wow, dude. Jesus. At at Hotel California. Don (laughs) Henley. What was that one? (laughs) (laughs) The hell is frozen over?
1: Oh, Oh, they're old. (laughs) (laughs) So, no, I mean, Guara. this was a a total surprise, and I love it. I love, that is the whole reason why this podcast exists, is because I want to learn more about things I'm not too familiar with. I'm so happy that this was picked, because I got to dive back into the for me, nostalgia.
3: Yeah, you look ecstatic.
0: <laughs> I, I am.
3: Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I was choosing the subject. I was looking at you and then Brett before Derek mm. emerged. And I'm like, what do these dorks not know anything about? That's true. And I'm like, Guar. I yeah. love Guar. Guar made me who I am. Guar started back in 1984. Uh, it was a group. That was a joke band. Um, so Dave Brocky, who you know as Arungas, oh Arungus, yeah. the lead singer of Guar for many years, he had a band called Death Piggy. And they're a punk rock, kind of like metal band that played in Richmond, Virginia area. Yeah, And they practiced at a place called The Dairy. So the dairy was this place where a it's bunch already of... already hipp- giving me the shits. Yeah, yeah. It's not a place you want to go if you're lactose intolerant. <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> but if you tolerate lactose, you're in. Um, so the dairy was an old abandoned bottling factory that was bought by a bunch of hippies and turned into like a, an art commune okay. of the sort. And uh, they started bringing in bands to practice. And there was a guy, a filmmaker, who was doing a movie called The Scum Dogs of the Universe. And it was, like, an alien movie about these space Vikings that came to Earth. So Love they had it. all these costumes, <laughs> <laughs> and they didn't do the movie. So they decided to make a fake band so they could open up for Death Piggy. Okay. So they stole the costumes and just went on stage and played nonsense about, like, sacrificing animals and... Uh, Killing animals and raping dead dogs and stuff like that—you know all the important things right, sure, in music. Sure, <laughs> and this is
1: '84. This yeah, is that, this, is, yes. this is
2: way back when. Okay, I so they're Mudvayne.
1: Yes. <laughs> <laughs> no, no nice. one's Mudvayne. <laughs> so
3: they noticed that more people were enjoying Guar's music music, I'm doing air quotes okay. right. Now. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> more more of their theatric live shows. It's
2: more performance art. Yeah,
3: so they <laughs> noticed a lot of people were leaving after Guar set and not staying to see Death Piggy. So well, <laughs> they decided to actually get rid of Death Piggy and pursue Guar. But
2: it had like 15 R's didn't it before yeah, so yeah, yeah. It, was, it was originally called Guar
3: but they decided to shorten it to just Guar. Because <laughs> this was in the Guar mythos when they were created by this mythical person called the Master from outer space, and he sent these space Vikings to Earth, and they landed on Earth and had sex with monkeys and apes and created the human beings.
0: <laughs> by raping. <laughs> okay.
3: Yeah. yeah. Why not? So, so the Master was upset with this and froze Guar in ice in Antarctica. And then in the 80s, Guar was thawed out by all the hairspray depleting the ozone layer from all the, like, <laughs> the like, rock bands, like yeah, the hair oh, metal yeah. bands. Oh, like it's Very much
2: like Megatron yes. from the Transformers
3: movie. <laughs> <laughs> and they were found by their manager, a new character, Sleazy P. Martini. Love him. Love Sleazy him. P. Martini is probably one of my favorite characters. Agreed. Guar. He found him as he was uh, escaping the Argentinian government for tax evasion. Argentinian government. Yeah. So he crashed in... Antarctica as guar was thawing out and offered them crack rocks yes so this caused guar to become addicted to the drugs of earth (laughs) which basically made them lethargic and in like a stupor so (laughs) he took them to New York signed them to a recording deal and made a band out of Guar. so that is in a nutshell the mythos origin of Guar, yeah, air quotes again.
1: <laughs> yeah, and, you know, I do. I and that's the thing. I don't know, Derek, if you when you research this at all, because it makes me very sympathetic for them. Oh, absolutely. I feel like it they're is. being used. It's by like a
2: Hallmark a movie, motherfucker from Argentina. But all they want to do- what? <laughs> <laughs> what? Wow. Okay. Wow, a lot of well, right. hey, man.
1: Uh, no, you know what I was going to add to this is you know I've heard. I've heard many different origin stories of Guar, but they all hover around the same premise. And it's, a, it's hilarious because, like, researching this, watching interviews with Dave Brockie and all them, their their story changes slightly every it's single slightly. time, dude. But they're he like has a joker. Job. Yeah, it's hilarious, though. It's like, I mean, I didn't know some of that stuff that you just went over. Uh, but, yeah, you know, there's this alien race that kind of just came here. But the one that stood out to me is that they're all from, like— I've caught interviews with they all from different planets and stuff. Yes. And it's just like yeah. really bizarre stuff. Like it's hilarious. I think it's great. I, I
3: think it's like the perfect balance of like comic books. Yeah. Greek mythology, professional wrestling, metal, <laughs> punk rock and art. And yeah. Maybe a
2: sweat hut in Arizona. <laughs> I've never been to one of those. <laughs> well, let me tell you, neither have I. <laughs> so, so it already has this
3: awesome premise of this is our idea of this band now we just got to write music right <laughs> <Just to laughs> somehow incorporate so their first album hello was basically a joke album it was recorded in 2 days in a really bad studio uh i guess earlier versions of the album you could actually hear traffic oh wow in the background like a car honking a horn and stuff like that do they
2: still do that song in con- or like the hello album in concert no
3: there's like two songs that they do they do the guar theme okay and they don't play them a lot because yeah. those songs are so old and dave brocky was the only member of the band on that album i think mike bishop might really? play bass on that so that's just the first album. No yeah. one
2: really... It's like one of their... They consider it awful. Well, it sounds like a Lionel Richie song. So, <laughs> yeah. Hello. hello. But it's Hell-O. Uh, of course. I was so. really hoping that yeah. they would get Lionel Richie and Adele on stage to play You know, all three of the Hello songs. The Guar classics. Yes. Yes, the yes.
1: the,
2: the, the Scumdog classics. <laughs>
1: I'm just picturing that in my head right
3: now. Yeah. I love it. So where Guar really decided... To take over is uh they stopped death piggy date brocky and he actually assembled a band with real musicians in the area okay uh and they recorded an album called the scum dogs of the universe which i hope you guys had a chance to listen uh at least to a couple songs yeah, from oh that yeah. album and that's really what started this whole train running with Guar. it was like perfect balance of music and comedy and it, it's weird hearing all the like nuances today, like in today's climate, hearing talking about like murdering people as like a joke, uh, good Kent State references. Um. <laughs> oh, <wow. laughs> so, and then there's just no topic that Guar wouldn't touch. No, it's yeah. it very much a social commentary
2: on the world. Yeah, yeah. especially like the current any of the current stuff going on at the
1: time they were on stage. And and that's the thing. I never got like the social commentary at all listening to their music. I, I, for one, not, a, not a guar fan musically. Yeah. I just never have been. No. And, and
3: that's rightfully so there's probably like three songs on every album. that I'm like, those are good songs. Yeah. I could listen to
1: them. Yeah, I mean they're 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 good. There's nothing there's nothing over the top like great about them though. They're just filler music for their <laughs> stage show, right? Yeah. Oh yeah. And so I mean the social commentary thing never hit me until I actually saw them live. Mm-hmm. You know. Uh, so you have seen Guar live? Oh, yeah, absolutely. Good. Yeah, good. yeah, I have. And yeah. um, you know, you, I, I think it's like a rite of passage though. If you were in the music industry or if you were into metal music. If, like, if you saw Black Sabbath or Ozzy Osbourne, you probably, Guar goes hand-in-hand hand with that stuff, in my opinion. Guar's just one of those great American weird bands. Like, you know... But... Dave Bracky, Canadian. Yeah, all yeah. no, uh, right. Weird, yeah.
3: weird. Now the truth comes out. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Hey. <laughs> he was never a U.S. citizen. <laughs> never.
1: <laughs> but it, it is, it is kind of cool that they were able to mesh all these different elements together. And, I mean, the one thing that comes to mind for me with Guar... Is their costumes. That's it, right? Mm-hmm. Like their visual representation I, yeah, of the world. I think it's just
2: about anybody who knows of Guards, the and, costumes every time.
1: And that's awesome. So, yeah. I, I mean, my research into this was like, where did the costumes come from? How did this play in? And, you know, um, what I found out was that whole slave pit thing was part of their, like, it was a dude named Hunter Jackson that was involved with mm. Guarr. Was Destro the long?
3: He was uh, Techno Destructo, I believe.
1: Okay, <laughs> it was that, but he, you know, he did it when it was Guar that long name. Mm. You know, they did it, and he was building those costumes for that movie. And um, it's just fascinating, man. Like, there's a a Fangoria documentary that I was able to watch that kind of went into the creature shop. And they they showed some old footage of them putting together, like Mm -hmm. the costumes and things. And they're just like... I mean, dude, I've worn some costumes before that were fairly heavy. Dude, these things look like they're wearing what, what a kind of small costumes? let you yeah, yeah. wearing? Let's, about let's talk about this. Oh yeah. no, no, we don't. <laughs> you have a ball gag in? What's going on? <laughs> I, was I was a haunted house actor. I was. I've acted in some haunted houses have in my life. Exposed butt cheeks.
2: Oh yes. Okay. Nice. At times, oh, man. I mean, was uh, it the <laughs> blue oyster?
1: <laughs> but I mean, I thought it was fascinating because I mean, those those are some heavy, intense costumes and. They made them out of like foam, latex, mm-hmm. um, heavy duty stuff. So it's impressive to me how even in the '80s they were able to create some effects that yeah, were, they were pretty eye popping and pretty yeah. awesome. It just at like the college level; they were mm-hmm. just college students, yeah, yeah. creating some really cool stuff that has stood the test of time. Because those costumes are still really cool. Yeah, they're, the, now, they're
2: iconic, especially even a person like me who's not a fan of them. I know of them. I've seen the costumes. And I'm like, that's pretty fucking cool.
1: Yeah. Odorous is one of the best guys.
2: Oh, mm-hmm.
3: Odorous is—he is, is Guar. Yeah, yeah. That is Dave Brocky. Rest his soul, because he's passed away. when R. we R. Get to P. that, but he was the persona. Right. That was Guar. He lived it. He knew everything about Guar. And if he didn't know, he was so convincing when he delivered. <laughs> just being able to talk to people. Right. He was able to like let them know. I am odorous and rungus. This is what I do. You're human scum. I <laughs> use oh, the best. His yeah. delivery
1: was so good, man. Yeah. This is Casey Kasem. I got a request from a man in Poughkeepsie asking for the best podcast in the land. And you're not listening to it. They're listening to the No One Is Listening podcast.
3: There's a couple of characters I'd really kind of want to talk about. Uh, Sure. One of my favorites is uh, Beefcake the Mighty, Yeah, obviously being a bass player, Uh, (laughs) hailing from Planet Cholesterol. Yes. (laughs) Uh, He weighs 299 tons, uh, and he invented music by draping the entrails of a dinosaur across the Grand Canyon and strumming it. So... (laughs) Thank you, Beefcake, for inventing music. <laughs> uh, so good. <laughs> Ruining so many people's lives with it. <laughs> um, were, were there any characters that you guys really stuck out?
1: Yeah, I mean, for me, it's, uh, I mean, Sleazy's fantastic. Yes, by far. Um, <laughs> Gorgor was always something hilarious uh, to me. That they had a dinosaur. Yeah. It's like, what band is a dinosaur, dude? Like, it's, <laughs> like, the best, right? Like, it's hilarious. Um, and then Sylvester Hyman, uh, no, just oh, yeah. like as a as a young kid tuning into MTV and getting exposed to Guar in the '90s when they really took off, I was like, "Wow, dude! Like this is a band full of weird dudes," but then they have like this chick, mm-hmm. and she's a badass, and she looks cool. Like that always stood out to me. Um, I guess when I was younger too, any female in a band was cool because it just wasn't what i expected to see oh, man, so she kind of kitty alert here oh yeah yeah, uh, yeah. <laughs> whole and all that, you know yeah. but no oh. for real though she stood out to me as just very unique uh in a band full of unique people right they, they lost a the
3: record deal because of sly monstra
1: really uh yeah
3: they went to like an interview at a record company this might be fake i don't know you never know you never know what and she sat down on a white couch in her costume, yeah, <laughs> and let blood all over the place. oh, so, yeah, so if you don't know, uh cementstru Hymen's always you know draining <laughs> <laughs> out of the south, mm. so there's always blood like covered in her uh, all over her bodies. So <laughs> I found that really interesting. uh ball sack. Yes. The jaws of yes. death, yes, by far one of the coolest costumes ever. 100, yeah, like a bear trap. So cool. it, it is one of the coolest costumes, mostly because he can headbang in this costume, yep. and he looks like he's chomping. Yeah, it
2: kind of looks like Pac-Man playing <laughs> a bass or and or guitar, depending on who's
3: doing it. Yes, yes, but yeah. Balsack was the uh, the original bass player. Yeah, it was like three the, guys on hello.
2: Yeah. Chris Bopst, Steve Douglas, and uh, Mike Dirks
3: Mike Dirks, the the, the (laughs) original Who looks really weird so researching all this, I never, <laughs> I never saw them out of costume. I never yeah. thought to like look at all these people out of costume, <laughs> other than odorous. Yeah, sure.
2: <laughs> A lot so, of them look like rejects from clerks. Oh yeah, uh, I was yeah. like, oh my god, they all have like this weird like haircut with these like shirts. <laughs> that I wouldn't expect, and they're they're all old right now. I mean, yeah. the band's
3: been around since eighty four. I mean, yeah. obviously they've been yeah. playing thirty some years. Uh, <laughs> so Ballsack is one of the well known members of Guar, and he's only the rhythm guitar player, yes. So, and he, sometimes backup vocals, yes. Yeah. And not since Scotty Ian has anyone cared about rhythm guitar players, <laughs> <With> <laughs> anthrax. So, so I always find that funny. Um, they also had Flattest Maximus for a lot of years, uh, that was Corey Smoot. He was probably the most well-known Flattus Maximus. They you also know. had Nippolis Erectus. On, Fantastic. <laughs> on, on hello. Uh, Corey Smoot passed away in 2011, I think. Mm. And most people think it was like, oh, you know, heroin overdose. No, he actually had like a, a heart coronary or something when he passed away. So that was very unexpected. He was in like Manitoba, Canada. Manitoba. Manitoba. Man, man, the Manny's. Strikes <laughs> again. And then Guara always has a rotating stable of villains. Yes. Or people that they fight. One of the which, as we mentioned earlier, was Techno Destructo. There was also a, quite a few Destructos that also <laughs> joined the rank. There's Bozo Destructo. There's Sawborg Destructo, <laughs> which is like a combination. Yeah. So Bozo Destructo is basically a, an alien clown And the Destructos always had these huge robotic arms that looked like giant monkey wrenches. (laughs) (laughs) Because they look sweet. You put them on someone's head and you don't have to move while wearing these giant costumes. And then they made Bozo, who was a clown. And then they made Sawborg Destructo, which was basically Bozo Destructo. But they gave him like a mohawk with saw blades. Yeah, there's no limits when you're in art. No, noir. no not at all. <laughs> any ideas like pushed out there. I love uh, it.
1: Yeah, th- th- but that's like the one thing I like. I knew from the outside, not being a diehard fan. I'm like, man, they had a ton of members, and oh, then yeah, when I looked at this ridiculous amount. It, I mean, it's just so much rotating in that in that band. But I guess it really didn't matter when you take on these these alter egos because what they've they've swapped a few characters. Like the mm-hmm. the musicians have played yes. the same characters over time. Uh, but one thing that I remember seeing live. It was like a big deal. And I know it's, it, it is a big deal for them. Is the maggot like an official oh, character?
3: The, it was during the mid 90s. It was the world maggot. Yeah. Uh, they fed Jerry Springer yes. to the world maggot, yes. Yes. which <laughs> happened in Cleveland, by the way. <laughs> at the Odeon, I'm pretty sure. Wow. Uh, yeah, the world. The, they had Grambo. Yeah. Yo, you did some you research on The girl. Morality Squad. Yeah, the Morality dude. Squad. Um, <laughs> you're getting
1: into my territory. Yeah, here, that, yeah. That,
3: that was a great. So. Odorous was arrested in, was it Georgia? No, it
1: was North Carolina.
3: North Carolina. Yeah. Because Odorous's penis is a character of its own. It's called the Cuttlefish (laughs) of Cthulhu. They did a whole movie called Phallus in Wonderland. Uh, It's great. That involved the morality squad tearing off Odorous's cuttlefish yes and putting it on trial <laughs> by edna b grambo <laughs> so good man uh who corporal punishment uh <laughs> private parts private parts uh father bohab yeah oh yeah yeah, yeah. the 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 child molesting priest yeah, of course once again social commentary
2: well they, i mean also uh it was real life commentary because yes. he almost got deported for pulling out his uh alien penis
3: he did. And uh, I was listening to an article or listening to an interview with Dave Bracky and they talked about how they won a legal dispute with the city that charged them and <laughs> they, they got like some money for it and they donated the money to like a children's hospital or whatever and they had, <laughs> odors had this little like... Boy, it was like his child that was all like burnt and mangled up, and they had the little kid in the picture of them like accepting this check or giving this check <laughs> to this donation. <laughs> day. He says there's like no video of it, but he says it was one of the funniest things he's oh ever like God. witnessed. I don't know if it's true. Who knows? It's yeah. the internet. Also, passing of Dave Brocky, we finally have a new
1: singer of Guar, and that's mm. Blothar. Um, I was going to ask about that because I actually, uh, I, I mean, I when we hung out about a week ago, mm-hmm. I had asked you about um, the female oh, singer oh, of yeah, yeah, Voltron, who I thought was actually like hot. I was like, wow, for a Guar character, she's pretty good looking. And then, <laughs> um, you know, and then you told me you, she was like canned immediately.
3: Oh, yeah. She did like two or three shows. Um, I guess she was really bad
1: drunk. She broke a rib or something, right? Like,
3: I, I didn't research that. I didn't get too far into it because I saw, like, all right, I understand Blothar coming in because that's Michael Bishop, the original Beefcake, if you don't know. Okay. He's just as much guar as Odorous was. Mm. Uh, like, Beefcake and Odorous were guar in the beginning. They always did, like, if you watch all the early interviews, like. Uh, the Joan Rivers. The Joan Rivers, yeah. art, which is amazing. <laughs> so good, dude. So, Michael Bishop understands guar. Okay. And that's why i allow guar to continue on because at least they brought one of the originals back yeah and he knows what guar is all about it's not the same it's never going to be the same uh i even listened to the new album and i was listening to it i'm thinking there's like three or four really good songs on here and then I listened to the rest of the GWAR catalog, and I listened to every album. There's only like three or four really good songs, and I'm like, okay, yeah, I can get behind. So yeah. really, the only thing that's changed is the stage banner, the the aura of Odorous. I get why people... It's not the same. Yeah, like, I'm going to say that. Lifelong GWAR fan. It's not the same, but I'll allow it. It's still a good time. They do a good show. <laughs> so that's no, he my... Was
1: the,
2: he was the heart and soul of, of Yeah, yeah that's that, I mean, that's a my lot too. of bands, when that goes away... They usually just quit and go off and make Foo Fighters or something. Oh, Oh. Oh.
1: shots fired.
3: (laughs) (laughs) So when Odorous passed, they got these two singers. They got Blothar and they got Volvatron, the female singer. Oh, yeah. And I was like, oh, boy. (laughs) <laughs> what, what what are you guys doing? Like this is not Guar. I'm um, like this is you not. Didn't think so? I, I did not that think was, that was going to work out. From
1: my from my outside perspective, I go this is Guar. Like yeah, let's if, if Dave has passed, like yeah. what can you do that's that's weird, right? Like the band is a weird theatrical band. So yeah, let's get this crazy, you know, female singer up here. I yeah. thought that was totally Guar.
3: Guar is at that stage in their career where they have set songs. You're probably going to hear maybe 2-3 songs live they are new okay so what's she gonna do unless she's like the new slimestra hymen or yeah. woman like if she's just doing stuff like that then i understand but if you're gonna make her a singer there's it, it, it's i
2: don't know it's kind of a weird down kind of a difficult task
1: well, I don't know. I mean, because here, I was never I was never blown away by Odorus Arungus' uh, vocal oh, capabilities. <laughs> it's, right? it, it wasn't capabilities. It's it was very just unique. the wit. It's, oh, absolutely. Oh, no question yeah. about that. Yeah, he's not, you know, that's the thing about... Dave Brocky in general, I mean, I loved watching any interview with Guar, even mm-hmm. when I was younger. Yeah. Because he's just hilarious. I mean, yeah, you're not going to capture that again. But as far as, like, performing those songs live, I don't think that they would have lost anything if they carried on with Volvatron. I mm-hmm. mean, from a live perspective. Yeah.
3: Just learning that, coming to change, like, the change of the Guar. It's like, that's my Guar. I yeah. don't want to see, like, when you're, like, passionate about it, you don't like, like scene change. Um, I was even kind of against Pustulus, which is the newest guitar player that took over for Corey Smoot brent uh i forget his last name i didn't like him at the beginning because he felt forced mm. but as he's gone on and on and done more interviews that dude is
2: hilarious yeah, it's, uh, <laughs> brent uh perguson yes yeah he uh, has a bunch of zits and uh veins all over his body <laughs> <laughs> it's very true. Yeah, uh, he used cousin to cousin of Flattis Yes, yeah, cousin. Just, oh, so the, oh. all those members kind of related. Yeah, it's
3: fucking awesome. <laughs> it, it, it's it's a great mythos. Uh, he played in a band called Cannabis Corpse. Oh wow! Oh, yeah. Really? Not not Cannibal Corpse. Okay, oh, Cannabis oh, Corpse. I know about, yeah. yeah. So Cannabis Corpse is a band that basically plays death metal that sounds like Cannibal Corpse, but all their <laughs> songs are about weed, and all their albums are kind of named after. Uh, Cannibal Corpse albums, but they just changed one word like uh, <laughs> under the grow lights is like <laughs> 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 like bong and the mutilated. Like, oh, I it, love it, dude. It's, so. so they're
1: superior to yeah. Cannibal Corpse. Okay. So
3: obviously he has a sense of humor. And he's a really good guitar player. So Oh
1: totally. I mean uh so when I first saw them it was uh I researched just the new lineup, the newer lineup to kind of see like who is in there now. I came across a version, a cover version of Carry on, my wayward son. Ah, uh, yes. And I guess that it turned out to me that was his first performance with the uh, band. Oh, yeah. nice. And uh, I was like, oh, okay, this guy can play. Like, it was, I mean, that's it's a pretty decent guitar riff. if You know the song, mm-hmm. uh, and <laughs> if you know that, if lick. you know that old <laughs> chestnut, "Carry on, my wayward son." Uh, but I thought he <laughs> didn't like miss the a supernatural beat, man. Fans out there, <laughs> <laughs> it was uh, it was a solid uh, solid performance. So yeah, I was impressed.
3: I know I've seen Guar. Couple of times, yeah. <laughs> I actually got to open with for Guar. One of my I had to play, it was a great experience just to open for Guar. I think sure. it was one of the best shows my band might have ever played. I might have also been sober that night, too. So, <laughs> uh-huh. hey. you've seen Guar, Derek, you haven't seen no, oh man, nope. Guar's live show is what they are, yes. Um, you are always going to be covered in some fluid. You don't have to be, but nope. you want to be. It's the only metal show where you go and see people wearing white shirts. That is true. It is very true. That is very true. And It's like a badge of honor to get that yeah. thing soaked.
1: What was really interesting to me was that I did not want to get soaked in blood. I just want to be, I'm that one guy. Uh, You're not just, that one guy. Uh, <laughs> I um, i really appreciate it because I've, I've spent a lot of time in the merchandise industry. Just I'll put that lightly. Uh, I've been around a lot of... is um, the flamethrower. Merchandising. <laughs> uh, I have a background in music merchandising and uh, still currently work in that field. And what I really appreciated about them is that they took their merchandise seriously. In the sense that, yeah, they knew people were gonna wear white shirts to their shows. So they started screen printing white ink on white shirts. Oh, yeah. So yeah. that when they got bloody, the blood would appear everywhere but the screen printing. So when you go to wash it, it would wash out of the actual off the ink of the shirt. So you would still see the guar logo and everything mm. like that. But the blood that you got from the show would be stained in the actual t-shirt yes. I thought that was one of the smartest oh, things oh it's brilliant man oh
2: yeah I, I can't, can't do that stuff um I have a I get really grumpy when my clothes are wet
1: so that's, I bust out that's, in hives yeah.
2: <laughs> that, that's also prevented me from going to see Gallagher and uh going to the splash oh, no, Zone no, I mean, yeah, sea yeah. world
1: no you have a thing about
2: the splash zone no
1: <laughs> man we got a Gallagher reference yeah. on the podcast which
2: Gallagher though uh, his brother the oh. other one the sensual
1: so in what? So we got Casey Kasem and a Gallagher reference. I mean, this, this is a Guar. Ep- this is a Guar cast, dude. We're, we're only about Perfect. halfway through. Perfect.
3: <laughs> wow. What else, Sorry, we got. blown
1: away by that. Wow. 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 Hey, wow. wow. You're listening to the No One Is Listening wow. podcast. Wow. wow. I'm not good at Wilson. <laughs> wow. Just one thing. One wow. word. It's literally one word. Wow. So no, I remember um, you know, the first time I saw Guar was at Sounds of the Underground. And it was oh, either yeah. it was either two thousand six or two thousand seven I've the first two. Okay. It was one it was one of those two years. I um I went to go see my friend's band, who was playing Sounds the Underground, but I knew Guar was playing, so I was like, "Oh, I got to stick around." Like my friend's band played, and uh, I was like, "I got to see Guar." it was the first time I mm. just got to see him. And I just remember it was at an outdoor amphitheater. I moved up into the bleachers, far away from the stage, because I'm like, I don't want to get covered in this stuff, dude. Like I, it was hot day, you know, oh, was, it was like super hot, and super sticky. Hot. And I thought it was gonna be syrup. It turns out they don't use syrup. No, in it's just stuff. water. But um, it's cold water. But I just remember seeing all of these kids, like legions of of kids wearing white. Shirts. It was like a striking visual, you know, in this in this hardcore metal festival to see. You're right. All these people wearing white. and They just got right up to the front of the stage, and it there, was cool, man. There was a weird changing of the pit. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> like, yes. like you
3: said, like you could literally see this drove of like kids wearing white shirts <laughs> just go towards the pit. It was like a rotating the the festival thing. The the stage show is kind of watered down. It's like Guar Light. They only mm. played like a half an hour. All their stage props were just kind of like draped flags and stuff like that.
2: Yeah, any that's any music festival yeah. type of thing. You're but, always gonna get the light. In. Yeah, the
3: yeah. the best part about it, it was a super hot day, and as soon as Guar came out, it was like recess, man. Everyone's cooling down, getting yeah. covered in
1: blood. It was great. Well, the one, I mean, the one thing about that sounds the Underground is that the reason why I brought up the maggot earlier is this like a real character because that was mm-hmm. the first time I had seen the maggot in person. Yeah, and they brought him out. I Forget who they sacrificed, but it was hilarious. Whatever it was, I just remember just being this whole big to do, you know, and like odorous is out there. Whoever this was, it, I think was, it was probably like George lo- Bush. No, it was it was a local like uh, Cleveland newscaster. Oh, yeah, yeah it, was it was like oh, so was, that,
2: that, was right. it Wayne Dawson? a <laughs> <laughs> <from laughs> skin d- flute. Was it Dick Goddard?
1: <laughs> <laughs> it was. Uh, you know, I can't remember. It's so long ago. I can barely remember what I had for lunch. The the other day it's like
3: it was tacos. <laughs> uh
1: but i do remember they sacrificed someone and it was great man it was so well done for a music festival where they have you know that rotating band 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 mm-hmm. band, and they just took it so seriously and i was impressed with with the whole production it was great
3: they have a little list of people that they have murdered on stage <laughs> <laughs> they all look like people on a kill
1: <laughs>
3: or should be killed. wow <laughs> not personally uh oj simpson John Kerry, Mike Tyson, every American president since Ronald Reagan. That's, that's an
2: impressive. That's, that, that, I <laughs> mean, why not? That's longevity, right yeah. there. was the third gunman <laughs> on the Grassy Knoll. Uh- <laughs> <laughs> uh, Jerry Garcia,
3: Pope John Paul II, Osama bin Laden, Michael Jackson, Al Gore, John McCain, Hillary Clinton, Paris Hilton, Good. Arnold Schwarzenegger, Adolf Hitler, Lady Gaga, Marilyn Manson, Jerry Springer, Sarah Palin, Snooky, Mitt Romney, Pope Francis, Justin Bieber, Tony
2: Abbott, Donald Trump, and many, many more.
1: This sounds like uh, like the cast of the Real World All Stars, dude. Yeah. Like, can it you sounds mad-
2: like a uh, very gruesome alien-filled uh, French Resistance. <laughs> <laughs>
1: What a list, man! I mean, so looking at this list, I mean, what did Jerry Garcia do to Guar? Man, he was just a hippie, man. I know, man. Like no one has time for hippies. I guess he's like the one outlier on this list.
2: I'm like, really? Well, I mean, he had a shitty ice cream named after him. I love that ice
1: cream. Come on, now.
2: Lines have been drawn. Hey.
1: <laughs> ben and Jerry's follows me I'm on Twitter. Mm, line right here. Yeah.
3: Plus, hippies are the you know the the natural enemy of metalheads. Yeah, that's true. So, I guess. Yeah, okay. Yeah, you're you know. putting the
1: pieces together for me. But, I love you, the Marilyn Manson one though, man. Because like part of my thing was like Guar's that shock band, right? Like yeah. everyone. That's why they were on Joan Rivers and doing all that stuff because they were shocked. But they were... Marilyn Mans was too serious, dude. Guar did it the right way, man. They had fun oh, yeah. with it. Yeah, they're not self-serious. Yeah.
3: yeah. But, I mean, they're also kind of serious by killing Adolf Hitler. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like, yeah, let's like, go. They're just finding pieces of shit throughout history, and they was like, <laughs> no one likes you. What you. Why are you popular? What's Throw you in the grinder. Feed you to Gorgor. Oh, love it. <laughs> so good. So, Guar realized that their live shows were really integral of their being, yeah. so... On Metal Blade Records, they released a, a live concert called Live from Antarctica. Which, if you had the opportunity to watch it, this is Guar in their heyday. Uh, all the props. <laughs> it's it's kind of funny because halfway through the video of their concert, they do uh, a version of their song Sick of You, which was their first single. Mm-hmm. So, like, all audio changes. <laughs> it's like a total music video of a live concert in between a live concert video. So, if you're ever gonna watch a video, and it's it kind of sucks to watch today because you know standard definition yeah. on VHS tapes looks really weird, but
2: you get the gist of it. There's some charm to that. Though. Yeah, there is some charm. Yeah. There
1: is. It's it's very um it's very nice. Like fallas in Wonderland, I went back and rewatched a lot of that and <laughs> you're just so like man wild. that is so 90s dude with the hardcore <laughs> green screen mm-hmm. the choppy cuts like the low light it's crazy what you know so i i actually did not watch live from antarctica i'm familiar with it i know that it exists but uh yeah it's very 90s there are yeah. other stuff and
3: you know going out of the 90s uh guar had a bunch of, of member changes and they were kind of straying away from what they did with scum dogs of the universe and This Toilet Earth, and uh, America Must Be Destroyed. And they started playing these albums. And I remember I got Ragnarok. That was the last album I truly kind of enjoyed. And I fell off pretty hard. Mm. Uh, It might also have to do with me discovering more music. Probably. Yeah. yeah. And I was very (laughs) disappointed. They released uh, Carnival of Chaos, which was about the penguins of Antarctica, I believe. (gasps) Yeah. And I bought this album the day it came out from Best Buy plug Uh, (laughs) and it was like a punk album yeah and i wasn't feeling it and i went and looked through the lyrics and there was not a single swear word and me and my rebellious youth was like
2: why you not swearing your fucking guar (laughs) content
3: (laughs) yeah and so i kind of fell off for you know a couple years and i missed out a couple albums and i remember i was having a conversation with my friend adam who was also a big Guar fan. And I was telling him how I haven't listened to Guar, and he's like, no, dude, you gotta listen to their new albums. They're so, like, the new ones that came out, they went back to their metal roots. Yeah. And like, <laughs> when I was a child, uh, not a child, maybe, I don't know, eighth, seventh grade, ninth <laughs> came grade. Came out of the womb. Yeah, <laughs> when I was out of my womb. When I Look escaped at my cuttlefish, When I escaped my fleshy prison. <laughs> <laughs> I remember I made this sign out of uh, like particle board or old plywood that was all torn apart. I'm like, I'm gonna make a Guar sign. So, I made a Guar logo out of like trash bag plastic twist ties. Yeah. And then I put caulk on it because that's jizz. And then yeah. blood on it. And so I had this stupid little sign hanging in my room with like all these like posters. Yeah. All this. <laughs> so,
1: that's hardcore, dude. So
3: Guar kind of embraced my creativity, I guess yeah. you could say. Yeah. Hell yeah.
1: <laughs> Bonjour, amigos. My name is Christopher, and you're listening to No One Is Listening podcast.
3: The albums that they released, obviously my favorite is always going to be and forever will be uh, Scum Dogs of the Universe. Mm-hmm. Oh. Uh, Maggots is one of my favorite songs. Uh, Slaughterama, which is a great joke song, I guess you can. It's sung by Sleazy P. Martini. Yeah. <laughs> and it's all about a game show where people have to ask answer questions or also get killed. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, oh, man. yeah. so
2: not quite the dead in the game. Yeah. So
3: uh, they murder... <laughs> <laughs> they get an art student uh, a goth kid and then a nazi skinhead so guar was ahead of the game of punching nazis and <laughs> killing Beautiful. skinheads for years because those are all kind of just like weird yeah dredges in the music community that no one really kind of wants they were really against people acting out and
1: not being part of something
3: Mm-hmm. That first album was also re- uh, produced by Al
1: Jorgensen of the band Ministry. I saw that in your notes, and I, I mean, it makes sense. Yeah, you think so? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so why not? That, yeah. Yeah. Um. All right, Troy.
2: <laughs> Back to you, Joe Buck. Joe Buck.
3: <laughs> so, did you get a chance to listen to any of these albums, or did you just kind of brush it off because you're not my friend?
1: <laughs> <laughs> no, here's the deal. Um, you know, I've I've obviously I've heard Scumdogs. It's just one of those albums that, you, for me, I don't put it on, but I it's part of like the metal lexicon. Uh, you know, that I, I've just been familiar with it. Now, I've was very obvious to you um, privately before uh, we recorded this maybe about a week ago i'm not a fan of guar's music i no. never really have been so there was no reason for me to really dive into it i mean the one staple song that st- stood out to me in their catalog is fish fuck yeah. which is from <laughs> a, a punk rock music collection you know the era that you didn't really like too mm-hmm. much but they did a like 30 second short song and that of course that is my favorite guar song it's 30 <laughs> seconds long um but i don't I don't necessarily dislike their music. I just don't like it. So with Scum Dogs, yeah, I'm familiar with it. I know the songs and mm. it's, you know, they're okay. But no, I didn't really spend a lot of time like going back into it just because uh, for me, all Guar kind of sounds the same. I mean, that's just yeah. That's my personal opinion. Um, I don't know, man. I I, I enjoyed their music live. Mm. I'll put it that way. Yeah. But on album, nah, I'm not. Uh, yeah. I'm not too into it. The music was kind of secondary. Yeah, exactly. I'm kind of yeah.
2: on the same front. Uh, when we pulled this episode, I didn't really know much about Guar outside of it, it. Had been in it, it never really connected with my orbit of music, especially in the '90s, where it was mostly uh, hip hop and. Uh, You know, metal like fucking mainstream metal music, Mm. but I spent a good afternoon avoiding uh, the local football game. Just kind of driving around, I drive, I was just kind of driving down it, listening to uh, War, and and it it wasn't. It was just a shuffle, like to kind of get like the getting in the mindset, get a gist. Um, But I will say, I had this toilet Earth. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, because oh, I, so I saw these Okay, I was like, "Oh my god, these are the dudes from Jerry Springer." Um, I got it from uh, anybody remember Columbia House where yes. you got yeah, cassette yeah, tapes for one cent, but they didn't tell you about the shipping, All oh, right. And you ended up paying like thirty dollars, and I got in a lot of trouble with my dad. Uh, of course, same here, um, <laughs> same here. So I ended up getting that as my uh, my my first thirteen tapes. Really? Yeah. Uh, I never listened to it. Oh man. Hell, wow!
3: Did you get your credit score back up? Uh? <laughs> I
2: hope so it's it's probably still in collections.
3: <laughs> <laughs> bmi columbia house coming after you derek you mentioned that you saw guar in beavis and butthead which, Beavis and butthead i saw
2: him on jerry springer i, I think he was on 120 minutes oh, okay yeah. yeah i used to watch that back in the day waiting for tool videos to come up <laughs> those,
3: those were some pretty sweet videos yeah, yeah. they were
2: guar had this weird
3: knack to be in all things pop culture uh, I, this is true. I, I wrote it down that Guar was basically a car accident to social commentary <laughs> of whatever the time. If you watch the Joan Rivers interview, which is great. I don't know why Joan Rivers didn't just melt with all the plastic in her
2: <laughs> like, yeah that's true for all of you youngins yeah. uh, Joan Rivers was a comedian a comedian in the, in the what 40s yeah the 40s Yeah, in the 40s, 1920s. 50s, yeah. Oh, <laughs> she was also in Spaceballs
3: yeah she was
2: she was, she was <laughs> Dot, uh, Matrix. Dot Matrix yeah. yeah
3: so they were on Buse and Head Jerry Springer I saw them on a VH1, Where Are They Now? Mm, Damn. And they were basically walking around Virginia, and then the cops got called on them, and they had to cover up all their their butt cheeks with (laughs) aprons. (laughs) Uh, It was
2: fucking awesome, they did like a behind the music with them too, (laughs) and it just showed them as older.
3: (laughs) (laughs) And and they're like talking about this behind the music. They're like, where are they now? And they're like, Where were we ever? Right. <laughs> like Dave right. Brockney just says that. And that was the first time I saw Brad Roberts, Jizmack the Gusher, who is the drummer. I saw him and I'm like, Who's that dude? <laughs> like, if, like I still don't recognize some of the pa- the yeah. faces of Guar without their costumes on. Uh Odorous had a run on Fox Red Eye. Yes. W- which was kinda funny and that ended with some weird political reasons. I don't know why. <laughs> <laughs> Empire Records.
1: I did not realize. They had a that. cameo in yeah. Empire
3: Records. God, uh, I haven't
2: seen that forever. <laughs> oh,
3: yeah, yeah. Uh, the like the Stoner dudes like hallucinating watching TV and uh, guar videos on there. Yeah. It's like, hey oh.
2: Dave, what's
3: up? <laughs> the world maggot was in there, I'm pretty sure. Yeah. They also have a TED Talk.
2: Did, yeah. st- did anyone see the no, TED Talk? I don't know anything about it. I watched it. it a few years ago. It's, okay. uh, it's been a minute, but yeah, I watched it a few years ago and it was Oh, so good. So Michael
3: Bishop is actually uh, a doctor, has his doctorate in music economics or theory. Okay. And he gave a whole talk about regional climates and development of musical scenes. Hmm. And it is pretty hilarious. It's also very kind of cheesy in the beginning. It's very guar. Okay. (laughs) They, They have one of the dudes that... Is wearing the, the beheading costume, as I call it. Yeah. Where it's basically a guy wearing a head over his head. So they have like really elongated necks and like slumping sh- shoulders. <laughs> He's got a you know, neck. yeah, you know, his head's getting ripped off or something. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, Pustulus comes out and they do this really weird bit. <laughs> mm. <laughs> and he, I think he just rips the skin off his face, then like drags him off the stage. And then Michael Bishop comes out. Beautiful. In like a shirt and tie, it gives this TED talk. And I highly suggest watching okay. it Because it's pretty yeah. funny And Michael Bishop is hilarious uh, I saw an interview With him in Pustulus And they were talking about What were you looking for in an ideal woman And I laughed my ass off Because Michael Bishop goes I want a girl who can accept my girth <laughs> 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 I was like at work watching this, which I probably shouldn't (laughs) be. And I bust out that part out. (laughs) And I bust out laughing. Except my girth. (laughs) Which is a good song title, by the way. That is real good. (laughs) I don't have you seen anything in pop culture like growing up through the years that you're
1: like why is Guar on here? You're yeah, like, I mean not why, I, you know, was I guess usually like who the fuck are these guys? Yeah, it kind of they were just it yeah. was natural after a minute cuz yeah, they were so they were so all over MTV. Mm-hmm. The, the, and, I remember the video on Beavis and Butthead
2: very vividly, because it looked like every 90s video, though, because it had a bunch of people with a panning camera, and it was all, like, real close-ups on, like, their faces and their bodies. Yeah, and like, yeah.
1: There's weird colors in the background. Yeah, the, the staple for Guar videos was, like, the quick edits. Like, you mm-hmm. could get just yeah. a flash of their costume and be like, whoa, and then it would just keep cutting to different scenes. That was, that was really outstanding. But, no, I mean, you know, I do remember them being on talk shows. Like, even though I was a kid, I do remember that. And thinking to myself, like, oh, wow, these guys are pretty like this is pretty weird like yeah. this is why are they on these talk shows the jerry springer one
3: was a big one for me yeah because they they filmed jerry springer being eaten in cleveland which we reside if you guys don't know <laughs> and i checked every day the newspaper would come out and i looked through the tv guide section because that's what you had to do back then this is true and every jerry springer i checked for months just to see which they have like a little tagline of what the episode is months. I would check the paper. It was probably the most I've read the newspaper in my entire life. Then that episode finally came on. Uh, it is a wild episode. Uh, El Duce from a band called the mentors. Have you, have you ever listened or heard anything about it? I
1: know the name, but I never
3: listened. No, uh, I won't get into it. That's more time to basically (laughs) fill, um, (laughs) But the way they present themselves is like you see these dudes wearing these giant space Viking costumes, and they do all these things. But Dave Brocky is an intelligent person and very in tune with society and how the world's changing. And mm. people are insulting him like he's a dumbass, and he comes back and spits some knowledge on them, and just lets them know it's like what's worse that we're going around doing this fake stuff, or you watch and turn on the the nightly news. And seeing people getting murdered and raped all over the place, yeah, right. kind of.
2: It was definitely an odd segment, especially for Jerry Springer, because at the time Jerry Springer was uh, still basically the WWF of talk shows, which I mean still is now. Mm. Um, I don't even know if it's still on. I've never went back to watch that after. Probably <laughs> yeah, they did like a weird seven.
3: Uh, they did a weird offshoot with a security guard. <laughs>
2: Yeah. <laughs> Steve. Really? Yeah. yeah. They had, they, oh, yeah. Uh, they had Steve on there. I don't wow. know if you're
3: in tune with your Jerry Springer. Uh- <laughs> no,
1: uh, clearly not. Yeah. I mean, I know who Steve was, but no, Jerry Springer, boy, oh, boy. No, I haven't watched daytime TV in a nah. long time. A very interesting
3: tidbit. Two Grammy nominations. Wow, oh, lose Wild.
1: I don't know who did they lose to.
2: <laughs> uh wasn't one of them Annie Lennox? Yes. <laughs> and the other one was uh, best metal performance. Yeah, they which lost to the nine, nine inch, inch nails. nails. So it wasn't like oh, they lost oh, to boy. some nobody. That's true. That's true. <laughs> but,
3: I, but still Grammy nominated. Yeah, that's wild. Guar. That's wild. I kinda wanna wrap this up, but I want to talk to you guys about Odorous passing away. Yeah. Um this was a huge blow for all Guar fans. Immediately what I thought was how is this band going to continue? There's no, if there's no Odorous, then there's kind of no Guar. He is the figure piece. He's yeah. the guy who does all the interviews. He knows Guar's mythos. He's been the, and he, the only original member of Guar. Mm-hmm. Everyone else that's in the band, like Mike and Brad, they joined in Scum Dogs. So, like, where do you go? Obviously, he didn't die under, you know, Traditional methods, maybe in Rockstar, he passed away from a heroin overdose when he was fifty.
1: I was surprised by that, yeah. for sure. I mean, I didn't know. I, once again, I I'm very ignorant. Mm-hmm. Uh,
2: um, to I, mean, Guar. I mean, I knew of the death in uh, two thousand fourteen when it happened, and it's like sad. By I was never a Guar fan, but right, you know, this was a this was a person that was very influential, especially for his band. And absolutely, it was,
1: it just really sucked. Yeah, yeah. So I I, I didn't realize the dude was a drug addict. Yeah, but, you well, know,
2: grow
3: up through the eighties playing rock and metal, and yeah, I just couldn't imagine like fifty years old. Old man, that's what, yeah, yeah, it's strange. I don't, I don't know. I mean, and we don't know the whole story. I mean, sure. he, he could have been getting sober and you know, he maybe relapsed, Just, yeah, so, like, true. off, so you know, I know Odorous is gone, and you know, thank you, Odorous.
2: Yeah. <laughs> um, he also had a Viking funeral,
1: yes, which is so so awesome. that's what's yeah, out to me. So,
2: Guar does a yeah. festival every year
3: called
1: the Guarbique. I totally want to go, I knew about the Guarbique. And uh I think do we have mutual friends that have been there? Yeah, uh, yeah. my
3: my buddy Mark who plays in Ringworm, he they played one year so he went to that one.
1: Yeah, I know a lot of people that like traveled to go to that yeah.
3: barbecue. It was like a Mecca journey.
1: Yeah, and I, I mean Richmond from us is not too far, no, but no. it's uh yeah, that sounds like a fun time. Yeah, I would totally go if you want to go yeah. to the barbecue. barbecue. Yeah, we'll, <laughs> we'll do a show outing.
3: I'll, I'll get you a white t-shirt and push yes. you on that pit.
1: Let's do it, dude. You'll
2: I'll, wind up- I'll be in the car. <laughs>
3: <laughs> Being a grumpy old man with the AC turned up. <laughs> don't,
2: don't you get that shit on me. We're listening to
3: NPR. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, Did you guys
2: ever hear of QAnon? <laughs>
3: <laughs> and then I'll I'll be, like, cleaning my glasses for, like, six months after that. Yeah, right. <laughs> uh, I was pulling, like, purple junk crust out of my glasses for at least six <laughs> months after the last time i seen Gore.
1: Well, I mean, for me, you know, um, that Viking funeral, that's a striking image. When they threw him on that float into that lake, right? Yeah. Like, yeah. like that's a striking image. When they burnt image. the
3: costume. Yeah, yeah,
1: that's that was really crazy, dude. But one thing that I wanted to touch on, that, you know, more modern... Because as you fell off, because their music changed, I think maybe a lot of their fan base kind of fell off too in the thousands, like mm-hmm. the 2000s, right? Because Guar was a 90s thing. Like yeah. that was a 90s yeah. phenomenon. But they started. For me, like researching this topic, it seems like they made a resurgence in just like the last five to 10 years. Yeah. And whether it's just like a nostalgia thing, everyone that was like a young kid or a teenager in the 90s is now, they have disposable income. They're in their 30s. Oh, I got to go see Guar now. But there was a couple of fascinating things I came across, which was the anim- animated Tales of Guar. Oh, yes. Which is a Funny or Die <laughs> cartoon. Yes. That was fantastic. Not only was the animation well done, but it made it really obvious that Guar is that cartoonish band. They're the perfect comic cartoon They're band. They're like
2: a Saturday morning cartoon. Hilarious. Come to life. Yeah. All
1: the dude, the costumes are just phenomenal. And uh, that cartoon, by the way, on Funny or Die, you anyone listening should watch that. It is brutal. It's hilarious. It's voiced by the actual band, um, but they do murder Weird Al Yankovic in the uh, in the cartoon, and Odorous wears his face to a children's birthday party, and you have to watch the rest of the cartoon. It is classic. It is great. And then the other thing that I found, which was, I'm happy I found this, was the Aquabats versus Guar Ska podcast. Okay, now here's the thing. I think ska music is awful. I I think it's terrible. I, it's like a very childish form of music. It doesn't make you yeah. horny. No,
2: is that, is that how Darth Vader would wake you up when you were asleep? He plays some ska and you just go.
1: Ah. Oh, dude, the ska is just awful. So, if you guys are unfamiliar with what ska music is, it's just this like very um, niche type of punk. Uh, it's a form of punk rock music. Lots that, of trombones, e, lots of lots of horns. <laughs> Are we really describing ska music on <laughs> a no. Guar podcast? Yeah.
3: Who do you Who do you think is going to be listening to this? Like fourteen year olds? <laughs> 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 oh, I want to learn about Guar and beef and
1: Buttons Oh shit! Well, here's the deal, man. Okay, we don't have to dive into ska music. Other than it's pretty terrible. <laughs> ska cast. There is, there is this...
3: Oh, run it up. Oh, let's get the it, get dude. the
1: URL. <laughs> <Ska-cast>. <laughs> well, check it out, man. So there is a band in the ska music genre called the Aquabats. Very well known. They have, much like Guar, their own alter egos. They are superheroes. And they are very cartoonish, very comic-y. Their music's not terrible, but it, I think they're probably on par with Guar as far as you know, like listenability. Anyway... Here's what was hilarious. If you guys have the time to look it up on SoundCloud or whatever, there's a recording of the Aquabats versus Guar. And it was kind of like an old school radio drama. That's how they played it out. <laughs> and so they actually had like Odorous perform against like all the Aquabats and they went into this massive like death match. It is worth the 20 minutes of
2: time well, to spend on it. That. It's pretty to great dude. get on there after I listen to my favorite
1: SoundCloud rappers. It's pretty great. Actually, I, I'm, I was considering pulling the audio. Of the description of Guar, because in the podcast that they do for the ska thing, they introduce Guar and they give them this whole like who is Guar. It is one of the best intros for any band or person I've ever heard. It goes on for like three minutes of just describing where Guar is from, how they evolved. It's really good. So I'm not gonna give away the results on who won. No. But you Damn guys, it. yeah, but you guys should listen. It totally made sense. That's not how Aquabats really war. died, is it?
3: Being on a Scott podcast, yeah, you got, yeah. Pa- you got killed by the Aquabats. That'd be a depressing they way They should have played that into the, the mythos.
1: Ooh, ooh. It was actually they recorded that right around the time he passed. It was 2014.
3: So I, I think Funnier Die did that. Uh that, that whole they cartoon. The, the, yeah, the animated tales. I'm gonna tell you something not to watch, and that's Holston. oh. <laughs> have, have you heard about this? It was a failed like sitcom on oh, Fear the Net guy TV. who did uh, hatchet. Yeah. Yeah. The, uh it was like Big Bang Theory meets Evil Dead 2 is the way to describe oh, it. boy. It was awful. And Odors is like this weird imaginary friend this dude has that comes out of his closet <laughs> and gives him like weird sage like <laughs> advice. Yeah. Uh, not good man okay yeah. and, okay and <laughs> oh oh and one d schneider is their uh their boss which is equally as scary wait man, he, this sounds like a boss? No, no, land no. yeah <laughs> oh, oh hey another oh. We're, we're hitting the puns hard on the last <laughs> there's a lot <laughs> of puns happening here no he was like their boss like the two main characters okay boss, okay so like Okay. Don't, don't need
1: force feeding don't watch D. Snyder to us.
3: No thanks. I mean, Steve. Y- y- don't watch that. I'm going to tell it right uh, now. I'm sorry guys. Noted. I will
1: not watch Halston.
3: <laughs> yeah, not good. <laughs>
1: <laughs> no, but, I, I love that you that you had this topic in the magic yeah. sack. Um I,
3: I want to thank you guys for, you know, indulging in some no, warm thank moments. thank you, Dave. <laughs> I needed
1: uh, this enlightened me. Yeah.
3: And I have this bucket of blood I'm going to drench you guys with just so you get the full <laughs> don't effect. Don't you fucking do it.
2: wouldn't be the first time this month. I'm going to be so grumpy if you yeah, do that. grumpy
3: Derek over oh, here. Oh, man. Yeah. Don't you,
2: Gallagher. You know, did you get enough sleep last
3: night? Yes, of course I did. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Went to bed at 6 o'clock six on o'clock. the dot. That <laughs> was only after I ate my, uh, drank my Metamucil. <laughs> yeah, had, drank a glass of Ensure. Mm. <laughs> hey, Dave, or
1: say, Dave, would you like a Werther's Original? <laughs>
3: no, not I at all.
1: <laughs> <laughs> so, no, I, I definitely love this topic. It was a surprise, as I mentioned earlier. And um, thank you. Yeah, thank you for you're welcome, the man. Sack, thank
3: you, guys. Thanks for being a yeah. friend. Oh, And then boy. the Golden hey, Girls hey. theme kicks in. And Blanche walks <laughs> I wanna out. I want
2: to be a Getty. <laughs> mm. Who Getty is? Is a well-pumped song? I want to be Spaghetti. Is that a Scott song? <Hey>.
1: So, well. all right, Dave, I see what you have in your hand. Oh, do you? Oh, whoa, whoa, whoa. <laughs> this, Are you impressed? No. Or are you scared? I'm frightened.
2: <laughs> is it an ASMR uh, podcast? It on. looks real
1: soft and real black. Yeah. yeah. What is that? It's the magic dullity. sack. Oh, it's magic hey! sack time.
2: Oh!
1: cool. So that means we get to pick a new topic from the magic sack. So, who's reaching it? Derek, you're Derek reaching Derek is. In. Cool. Pass so, it over here. Pass, pass it over. that sack. Right. So,
3: so while he's combing through it, oh, the magic sack is basically we each put in five topics. I think we're almost done. I think we only have like three more left. It's I know all my subjects are done.
1: I think I have one more. It's oh. not supposed to bite back, is it? <laughs> what are you? What is that? Uh, Shit! All right, got it.
3: Okay. Oh, it's an orange one. That's oh, that's Dave. No, oh. do I have one more? Oh, I do have one more. Yeah. Oh.
2: oh yeah. Let us open it.
3: Open it. All right. Oh, I forgot. No, this is going to be so good. Pain in the ass. This might have to be a (laughs) two-parter.
2: Oh, fuck. (laughs) (laughs) It's uh, the Monday Night Wars. Oh,
3: dude. (laughs) All right. You guys are all getting the WWE login for this one. Uh, I
1: love it. I love yeah. it. Wow. So this is a, uh, okay, Monday Night Wars. All right. WCW. W- yeah, w- you've w- heard episode. of that. A little bit. Maybe. I might, have, I might have a little bit of knowledge about the, a lot of the Monday Night Stone Cold. Wars. That's a good topic. A lot, a lot of laser. Norman Smiley. Okay. Big Wiggle. <laughs> <laughs> Ernest the Cat Miller. Oh, my God. Oh, no. Oh, dude. I forgot about Somebody that. Somebody better call his mama. <laughs> oh, this is going to be good. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I'm into it. Okay. I like it. So, hey, um, Guarcast complete. Yeah. Done. Now we're on to uh, Monday Night Wars. Yeah, hell yeah! Okay. We're reaching the end under
3: the season too. Cool.
1: Yeah, it's we're, been a it's long season. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's, uh, yeah, it's approaching like a cheetah to
2: my sweet ass cheeks. Yeah. Whoa! Hey okay, now.
3: Well, how do we reach those sweet <laughs> ass cheeks though? No.
2: <laughs> can <laughs> I reach you like on Twitter? Twitter? Yeah. Uh, you can. Uh, my sweet ass cheeks are at a uh, Drake Dangerson <laughs> one. Uh, one being how many ass cheeks I had after the attack. It's a very uncomfortable sit. My soggy ass cheeks
1: (laughs) on Twitter are at no one is Chris. Your soggy ass cheeks are making me grumpy right now. (laughs) I'm sorry. Um, You can reach me at no one is Chris. Uh, You can get our podcast at Noil Podcast.
3: You can reach me and my three butt cheeks. It's like Total Recall, but with butts. (laughs) butts.
2: Makes you wish I had three
1: friends. (laughs) No, man.
3: You can reach me at Twitter at David underscore V underscore
1: Roth. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, And and one thing you can do is also you can subscribe to our podcast on iTunes. Yes. You can definitely also do that. Leave us a review. Uh, and you can tell us how we were right or wrong.
3: Yeah, we're probably yeah. wrong a lot. Probably yeah, yeah, we're we're really, really, really us, wrong. You know what? I wanna do a year in reveal a season in review at the end of this, so we should get on that. Okay. When we're all done, we'll just review. Yeah, it. yeah. yeah talk I like about that. how wrong we were on some of these things. Yeah, I like that.
1: <laughs> <laughs> so, all right, man. Thanks for uh, thanks for chatting yeah, and later, thanks for guys. listening, everybody. And tune in next time. Yeah. See you next time.
2: Casey Kasem.